together growing in faith, changing communities. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Today, dear friends, I would like us to reflect on the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy, chapter 3, verses 14 to 16. Beloved, I hope to come to you soon, but I'm writing you these instructions to you so that if I am delayed, you may know how one ought to behave in the household of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and the bulwark of the truth. Great indeed, we confess, is the mystery of our religion. He was manifested in the flesh, vindicated in the spirit, seen by the angels, preached among the nations, believed on in the world, taken up in glory. I'm fascinated by St. Paul. More often, Paul, when he writes, he writes to churches and he addresses the churches. In some of the letters that he writes to different churches, he may address certain individuals. For example, towards the end of some letters, he will have personal messages for certain individuals within that community. But we find something absolutely beautiful here in some of the letters that he had written, not to communities, but rather to individuals. He has written to Titus, and now he writes to Timothy. He has written to Philemon. Now, this is something beautiful for me. I hope to come to you soon. But if I am delayed, I want you to have these instructions. What he writes, it's what he would have said in person. He says, I would like to come and be with you. I would like to come and comfort you, console you, encourage you. But I cannot come at the moment because something else has taken my time. But I would like you to, to hold on to these words, to these instructions. Why am I fascinated by that concept? I'm fascinated by that concept because it speaks to me of a personal letter that God writes to us. Just as he has written to Timothy, he writes to us, I want to be with you. Go back to that beautiful concept of Emmanuel, God with us. God wants to write to us. God wants to be part of our lives. God wants us to experience his presence. 
There are moments, there are times when we walk away from God. There are moments, there are times when the going gets tough and we give up. There are moments, there are times when the road ahead seems so difficult. There are moments, there are times when we get so confused. There are moments, there are times when we get discouraged. But I want to assure you today that God remains with us. He remains with us in his word. He consoles us in his word. If you go to the end of the gospel of Matthew, Jesus says, Behold, I go, but I will not leave you often. I'll send you the Spirit. Says the same in the Gospel of John. I'll send you the Spirit who will be with you, who will remind you of everything that I've taught you. And so there is this assurance that God does not abandon us. Go out therefore, baptize, make disciples of all nations. God remains in our midst. He's present in our needs. He knows what we go through. And because of that, we are not alone. And we know his faithfulness. We know his endurance. Now Paul says to Timothy, I want to be with you, but I can't. And that could be a cry of a parent. You know, it's, it's, it's funny that as much as we love our children, at some stage we need to let them go. At some stage, we need to trust them that they will make the right choices and hopefully better decisions. At times, we need to, to trust the process. Sometimes, we need to allow them to fail. Sometimes, we need to let them be themselves, even though in the process, they will make wrong decisions. They will never grow unless we allow them to be themselves. And so for me, what Paul goes through with Timothy, it's what some parents go through with their children. It could be a spouse who cannot be with his family, who cannot be with his wife, who cannot be with her husband. Because of other commitments. So often because of the life we live, the world we live in, some people need to work away from home. And I'm acknowledging that it threatens the unity of the family. I acknowledge that it hurts children sometimes. 
sometimes tough decisions need to be made. It doesn't mean that the parents don't feel the pinch, the pain, but they always try to see the greater good. And so what is it that they hold on to when you are not with them? But also there's another group of people who wish that heaven had somehow a direct line, a phone where they could call their loved ones. There are some times when they feel that I so wish that so-and-so was still alive. I so wish that I could have a conversation with so-and-so and I know what exactly I will do if they were here. They long for a word of counsel, a word of comfort. They long for an acknowledgement that you are not alone. And so there are some people who've lost their loved ones and there are some people who are alone. Their loved ones are gone and they're not coming back. And so Paul understands that pain of losing someone you love. That pain of losing something that you value. But our God we can never lose. Because he remains with us. He remains committed to the cause. He remains committed to our well-being. He wants us to grow. May we find ourselves as we find God. May we find purpose and meaning in our lives. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.